Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. (laughs) I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings, and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs, and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them I don't feel secure and honestly I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive so really really recommend it love it and I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening Fiona because I love their collection so if you use the code lovebites20 it's applicable on full price items only this can be used online and in store so there's two stores in Dubai one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach they also ship globally if you're buying from outside of Dubai then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture which is brilliant news thank you so much El Couture The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. Podcast now. You did try to set me up with someone. Who? I can't remember. Jared Butler. Oh, I did try to set you up with Jared Butler. Welcome to Love Bites with Laura and Fee, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about, like vaginal discharge that stains your knickers. <laughs> and 69ing. <laughs> or female orgasms. <laughs> and of course, whatever dating feels you have, or if you need love advice, then email info at lovebitespodcast.com and we will help you out. Funny that I mentioned 69ing, right? I was just having a thing about like, sex things we no longer talk about that have kind of gone out of yeah. fashion and I feel like 69ing is one of them like when was the last time you 69 and also you know another one that's going to bring what? back so many members titty wanks oh my god titty wanks yeah. titty wanks whatever my ex-boyfriend my not this ex <clears throat> most recent ex-boyfriend my ex-boyfriend for that loved a 69 and I don't know why it's so oh weird god. I feel like it was such a like school you did it at school right I feel like 69ing went out of fashion with Urban Decay blue eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most debasing of positions, like especially it's if so awkward. Oh it's god, so I don't, I don't, I, honestly, it's like PTSD. I'm sorry yeah. for mentioning it. And then the titty wank thing. I think I tried it once. I had to gather so much fat from my armpits and like back fat. I got to a rash to, once. To try to create a tit a sufficient tit mound but anyways um by the way what like a tit wank it's actually like if you because i've got quite big boobs it's you actually have gorgeous boobs by the way you, i love you. your boobs yeah they're lovely um i would flash you but it's inappropriate <laughs> um, <laughs> um they i got a rash once from it from the because my tit first, wank yeah or the my fallout of the tit no, no, wank no 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 what do you mean the fallout? I mean the sperm. Oh, no, 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 no. From the friction. Oh, right, okay. You need Maybe to you should lube. have Vaseline. Yeah. You should have lubed or coconut oil or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> 
Honestly, I always think guys must be so disappointed when I take off my top and then I go, there goes a fucking teddy wank then. But anyways, like I said, <laughs> well, what especially... Size, what size your boobs? I mean, one's looking at you, one's looking for you, one's a B, one's a C. My, mine go, mine go opposite, in op- like, as in like, they point out. So my old housemate, she had literally like the best boobs ever. They were like a double D and oh, they just gorgeous. pointed forward. They yeah. were just great. Mine literally are like... You know, Two I cross seen, eyes that are going the other way. I have seen your boobs. And remember, I mean, like, we used to go to that place called the gym? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that place. That <laughs> Do you remember? Um, we're barred from there now. And you, I've seen you naked and you've got oh, beautiful, you. beautiful boobs. So, oh, well, thank you. Anyways, looking at you, my... looking for you, boobs are boobs. And guys don't really give a fuck unless they're in the teddy wanks, in which case I'd get dumped after day one. Moving so, on. Do you know, okay, just on the topic of boobs. So this is actually so, um, not to like jump around too much, but I will, I'll jump around. We'll, we'll start the format slightly <laughs> differently today just because it's super relevant because we're talking about boobs. So um, we don't actually have a letter today, but <clears throat> what I do have is a story that my okay. friend, actually our friend told me yesterday mm-hmm. about um, this guy. So it's actually like... <laughs> I, I listened to it and I was just like, oh my God, it's like every, I've heard so many stories like this. So just to like give you a background. So she's on Hinge, she matches with the guy. She's in Dubai, this girl. Mm-hmm. So she basically um, matched with this guy. He's a pilot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure that will bring back lots of memories for people. So <laughs> Um, pilots also just so you know have quite a bad reputation I'm sure there are some great ones but they've they've also got quite a bad reputation anyway so she starts Can I just interject there before we continue because I know this is going to be a really great some, a great story to talk about but pilots by the way I used to fly and pilots did have a bad reputation but trust me when you meet the pilots in real life they all dress like your dad wearing fucking fanny packs and, <laughs> or bum bags as we say like they actually all go out dressed like they're on a geography field trip so whenever they're like oh yeah pilots are like just shagging all around them the reality is so different but then the, this is the problem when you find a good looking one hell mm. ensues so just wanted to, to point yeah. that out there. There's a, there's a major dis- disparity, but I imagine the, the pilot that we're going to talk about might be one of the cocksuckers. Continue. I think, well, yes, he definitely is. Anyway, so she matched with this guy. They start chatting. And um, and then he said to her, you're very pretty. And she's like, oh, thank she you. She is. She's gorgeous. She, she's very like, gorgeous. She's the most she's beautiful very, girl. Very gorgeous, this girl. <laughs> anyway, and he was like, can I see more pictures of you? And she was like, um, also bearing in mind then on Hinge or wherever it is, you have to put like five photos of yourself. So he's already seen like a fair few. And she was uh-huh. like, okay, well, you can all stalk my Instagram if you want. So she gives him her Instagram. Then he... Um, he starts following her. She starts following him back. She has a look through. He seems like a normal guy. Has some has like two dogs or something. She's like, okay, cool. This is good. Then he messages her later on in the day being like, um, can I ask you, are your boobs real? And she was like, um, yes, they are. And he was like, oh, can I, um, can I get a peek? And she was like, um, I think you're confusing me with someone that has been on like a few dates with you already. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no. And he was like, he basically kept going and was like, oh, go on then, go on then. And she was like, no, sorry, I'm not, you know, that's not something that I would want to do. And he was like, if you send me a photo, I'll send you one back. And she was like, I what don't want to. floppy dick? Yeah. 
No thanks, mate. Keep it. If you're Send rats, it to your mom. Rat's tail penis. <laughs> Anyways, little Mr. Anyway, per- okay. So and then and then she was like, he basically kept going, and he was like, "Oh, I'm about to go have a bath. Are you sure you don't want to give me something to make bath time a bit better?" And she was like, so she then replied and was like, "Listen, you're giving me creepy vibes. Yeah, like, get a rubber duck. Please for the do. Bath. Like, I I'm not gonna send you anything." Uh huh. And then he basically said something along along the lines of, "Oh, then he kept going. He said she said to him, I find you creepy, basically.'" And he uh-huh. was like, "Oh, go on, just show me one." And then she was like, no, I'm not going to. And then she basically stopped replying to him. And then he sent her a message again being like, okay, I guess that's a no then. Didn't reply. And he was like, I'm disappointed, Emma. And then basically then blocked her on WhatsApp. Blocked her on, oh yeah, sorry. Right at the beginning, he basically was like, can we get off Hinge and go on to WhatsApp? Blocked her off WhatsApp, blocked her off Hinge, blocked her off Instagram. Just because she wouldn't send a picture of And you know tits. what? I'm delighted he blocked her because Good, yeah. she, the most beautiful girl we know inside and out. Yes, she does have a fantastic set of breasts. They're gorgeous, they're buoyant, they're beautiful <coughs> and they're well constructed, she right? She does have good They're well appointed tits. She is so well shot of that fucking moron. I know. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Are you a four-year-old child? Are you a toddler? Like... Do, do you have no awareness whatsoever about how to make women feel and actually how to make them feel quite debased and degraded? But that's the thing, like, I, so when she told me the story, I was like, I can't get over that no means, and it's basically this whole thing about consent, isn't mm-hmm. it? Like, mm-hmm. she said no, and he didn't take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know how many times this has to be said to society. If a girl says no... They mean no. They don't mean, Mm -hmm. oh, I'll be persuaded. They Mm -hmm. mean no. And I think she said something to him like, sorry, she she told me this story. She didn't write in, obviously. She basically was like, listen, if you are wanting to find a girl that's going to send you photos of, you know, her body, then I'm sorry, but that's not me. Mm -hmm. And like, Mm -hmm. good. I'm so proud of her because obviously, like, if you don't want to send a picture of your tits, you're not going to send a picture of your tits. But it's just like, what I find crazy is that he just didn't get the social cue that this girl did just was saying no. Zero self-awareness. No Mm self-awareness. So I, when she told me this story, it brought back a, a story of mine that I had about this like consent theme of consent mm-hmm. so actually I'd been at dinner with you so plot twist yeah. Laura and I used to work together mm-hmm. <laughs> so we had been um at we went out for dinner with a journalist friend of ours <clears throat> and I had been chatting to this guy who was a pilot funnily enough mm-hmm. um by the way not to give pilots a bad name because there, 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 there are there so are many lovely t- pilots and I've got <coughs> quite a few yeah friends and pilots that are, are girls that are married to pilots and a lot of them are yeah lovely. of course, so let's just of course. it's yeah. just like it's just they're not this, all philanderers and yeah. coincidentally yeah. this happened yeah. to me with the pilot so mm-hmm. i um i was chatting to this guy he was super hot he was like one of the hot ones i'm yeah, pretty he sure was. he definitely dressed like a geography teacher in his spare time so mm-hmm. then i um he was like can we meet up and i on wednesday whenever it was and i was like sorry i can't because i'm going for this work dinner and, and I remember was, you left early and I yeah. was begging you to say, because I was trying to set you up with the journalist, remember? Yeah, subtle, thanks. He definitely listens to this, but it's okay. <laughs> I mean, as a, fr- as a friend. Sure. Date. Okay, let's get away from that. <laughs> you should have 
warned me about no! this before. I <laughs> know. I didn't realize you were going to fucking say that. <laughs> I like to give okay. people context. Anyways, you okay, left early when I wasn't <laughs> trying to set you up with yeah, somebody. Okay. okay. I'll just take the spade from you. Okay. Um, so basically, so this guy was like, um, I was like, oh, I'm in um, this part of Dubai. And he was like, oh, I live around the corner. Do you want to, um, why don't you come after your work dinner to my house? And I was like, oh God, I was like, I don't know. I was like, it might end, you know, late or whatever. And also I was like, oh, it's a bit late. I don't think I want to do that. But then I was like, do you know what? Like I, I wasn't 100% sure about this guy. I was like, we get, we were getting on. Um, but I was like, so we went for this dinner and then I left the dinner early to go meet this guy. And I did go over to his house but also this was like probably this was like maybe like two almost three years ago now where like maybe I was a li- now I probably wouldn't do it maybe mm-hmm. having lived in London but you know when you live in Dubai you you forget like safety and all manner of speaking mm-hmm. so I just like rocked up to this guy's house went to his house um it was probably actually it wasn't like super late it was probably like nine um we went into his house and we just sat on his sofa and to be honest with you we had like a really nice chat like nothing nothing like untoward or anything and then Mm -hmm. he basically like leant over and kissed me and we had a kiss and then whilst we were kissing there was something about it that basically made me like stiffen up and I just Mm -hmm. don't know what it was it's like a girl instinct was like ping 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 something's going on mm-hmm. so I kept, I pushed him away and I was like I'm gonna go home and he was like basically threw himself back on me and like basically just like wouldn't get off and I was like please I was like I'm gonna go I was like I, f- I was like it's really late like I just don't want to like I don't want to do this like, I'm gonna go and I remember this so clearly I had I was wearing ripped jeans and I had a little hole in my jeans like basically like kind of where my inner thigh was and I remember him grabbing and he basically ripped my jean open mm-hmm. and I was like what the fuck are you doing and then I was just like came out of here Mm -hmm. and I just there was something about it that was just like super creepy and weird Mm -hmm. even though this guy was like extremely good looking like if you had met him in like out in a bar you wouldn't have thought twice you would have been like he's just he's a really good looking guy anyway I remember then the next day he messaged me and I felt really sick about it and then the next day what came into work and um I think um, my director was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. Because you I were really, really upset about that I was the next super day. upset. Yeah. And then he messaged me and then I replied to him being like, listen, you, I felt really, what did I say? I was like, you were really creepy. Um, that was it. You made me feel really uncomfortable. So I just wanted to like tell you like if, I just want to tell you for future and like, I don't want to see you again. And then the guy had the audacity to basically turn around and was like, well, you were the one that came to my house. I know. I know. What a prick. And I was like, are you fucking joking? Like mm-hmm. if a girl is pushing you off her being like, don't fucking come near me. Like mm-hmm. you're making me feel uncomfortable. I was clearly stressed as well. I remember I was like sweating, mm-hmm. like I was dripping in sweat and I was just like, this is class, obviously, like, not all men are bad, I get it. But it's like, he just, t- he basically turned it on me. And I was like, nah, mm-hmm. that is not okay. But isn't this Fucking so prick. much uh, centers around the conversation at the moment about, you know, up until the very last moment, you can say no, whether you are turning up to his house in slutty lingerie and mounting mm. him. At the, at the very last moment, you decide, or halfway through, at any point, if you don't want to do it and you want to stop then you've got every right to do so and here's the thing about this guy that I have to say really unnerved me about your story um he's a really good looking guy yeah 
he could pretty much in Dubai have any woman that he wanted. Totally. So, and there's also a lot of girls that would have been up for that. And, you know, that's, you know, credit to them. Like if, if a girl wanted to come over and have sex with him there and then that, you know, more power to her, but you didn't. And the fact that he had to take those moves, make those moves on you so forcefully, that was a real concern for me because he could have pretty much picked up anybody he wanted. And I yeah. think that was a, it's always a power play, isn't it? In that situation, it's always a power play, a man exerting his force um, over the woman. And he's obviously such a sycophant that he turned it on you. Yeah, well, this is and this is, turned this it on is... you and brought brought you into the <clears throat> equation. And the fact that you had the sexual audacity to turn up to his house in the first place, give him permission from the second you set foot in his door, and that is scary. And that's a it's scary. That, that's a that's a that's a a very well educated man. That's a man mm. that flies our fucking airplanes, and okay. yet he doesn't have the wherewithal or the awareness or the common sense or the decency or the manners or the respect to just listen to what you say or what you said rather and just be like okay well felt like you really led me on here Fiona you came in the door you were kissing me and now you've done this like you're a bit of a cock tease get the fuck out of my house but you know what okay but that would have been quite shameful but you could handle that but what he did do was something completely different totally. and I do remember the next day um you know a few of us were having a chat about it and work and we were like this is absolutely not okay and certain women who are I would imagine a little bit more weak-willed would be like god I, I did put myself in that position mm. I, I did invite that on you never invited on you never ever ever no. invited on you know to the very very nth degree it's your right to say no so you know our friend who you were referring to before it's along the same lines and you know this issue of consent it's so prevalent at the minute and rightly so mm. and these guys are well this particular guy that i'm talking about just before we move on like he was a, a bit of a predator because the way he was talking he was basically talking to me in a very innocuous way mm -hmm. like throughout our like tinder chat uh, even when i got in my door he was being very non-threatening until the moment where he basically was like pushed me down on the on the sofa and that is what's scary about these dating apps and things like that is you don't you can't gauge what someone's like mm -hmm. because they can speak innocuously to you for a long time until you meet up with them and then you're like okay let's go but I don't know like I it's sort of just... feel like that there's there's a sexual switch and once that switch is pushed they get them they're, they're, you know their mind isn't their mind is in a zone and it kind mm. of can't differentiate between, I don't know, like fact and fiction or fantasy and reality or whatever. But really well good weird. point. And I'm very proud of our friend for telling so your man to go fuck himself because what a dog. Total and dog. You know what the thing is? Chances are, not that I'm saying she would do this, but I hope that maybe she would. When she meets a lovely guy and she's comfortable with him and, you know, he's put in the groundwork and there's those basic levels of respect, she, he will probably be bombarded with pictures of her gorgeous boobs. Yeah. While Mr. Creepy just... Oh, I just have an archive of <laughs> images that I reuse over and over again. Of your boobs or banana bread? <laughs> 
because I've got. I do actually have some great I've got banana so many bread images pictures. of my banana bread that I sent to people, then got blocked because I'm sorry if I sent a picture of my tits to somebody on um, Tinder that never want to see me again. I, like, I definitely so bring the face and the personal personality to proceedings. I don't necessarily bring the board. You're but, so um, hard on your breasts. I've seen them and I think they're great. Mm, thanks. Moving on. Um, Clearly, Laura and I have seen each other naked. Well. Do, you wanna, do, you know, do you know what I um, we forgot to talk about? And it's actually one of our best stories, right? What? So obviously, I was um, newly single at the start of the year um, prior to the pandemic. And I didn't spend my time out around the town with men and seeing people. I very much focused on myself which is why I've kind of emerged from this a much happier person. But you did try to set me up with someone. Who? I can't remember. Jared Butler. Oh, I did try to set you up with Jared Butler. Yeah. So Fiona, basically. (laughs) When I was really drunk. Yeah. No, but (laughs) you you also then proceeded to message him three or four times after because then you were commenting (laughs) on his stories and stuff. I'm going to read out. So yes, a bit of background. I don't fancy anybody. I'm kind of a little bit asexual, like Cliff Richard. Um, He may be gay, but anyways, he pretends that he's asexual. I don't fancy people. I'm, you know, but Jared Butler, I do have a thing for. I love his dad bod. He's sexy. So our friend Fiona here took it upon herself to reach out to him on Instagram to try to set us up. So I sent so I sent Jared Butler this message. I was really drunk at this point. I think this was at um, Sophie's birthday. I said, hi, Jared, how are you? My friend is newly single and she thinks you're rather dishy. Shall I set you up? <laughs> She's Irish and marvellous. Hoping to hear from you soon. Thanks so much, Fiona. So that was on the 6th of February. Mm-hmm. Then on the 14th of February, I go... Hi, Jared. I'm pretty sure I was drunk again. Hi, Jared. I just wanted to follow up on the above. God, I'm such a PR. Just following up. <laughs> just looping back, Jared. Just looping back. Uh, just a wee chase. Um, I un- that, yeah, I go. Oh my God, I haven't seen these messages here. Hi, Jared. How are you? I just wanted to follow up on the above. I understand that you were in LA promoting How to Train a Dragon. Equally, my friend Laura is very much still on the table. Please do drop me a message at your convenience. Many thanks, Fiona. And then... October 29th, so that's October 29th of this year. <laughs> no, okay. wait, no, it would have been 2020. Hi, Jared, me again. <laughs> no, you oh, sent yes, you this when we were all at so- out in Sophie's back garden drinking oh, yeah, rosé. Also, once again, drunk. <laughs> drunk messaging Jared Butler going, Hi, Jared, me again. I just wanted to let you know that my, fr- <laughs> my friend Laura is now in a relationship. I think you missed out, but I do hope you're happy. Thanks so much for all the replies. <laughs> I really hope and Jared Butler is listening to this. Um, if you are, Jared, you had your chance and you fucking blew it. You've really blown it. I can't. I mean, I'm still on the table for now. Well, well okay. Are you still on the table? Yes. Or what oh is the crack God. with your sitch? Well, I won't. Mr. Well, this, this is only. Well, tonight I'm going after this. I'm going to um, prep myself. Okay. As you can see, well, you can't if you're listening, but Laura can see I've actually washed my hair today mm-hmm. for this. Kudos to um, you. It's um, always a good start. So I'm seeing him tonight. I'm going to his house. So this is, sorry, this is Mr. Handcuffs, mm-hmm. this, the male stripper that I... <laughs> or the handcuff manufacturer. <laughs> Either a stripper or a handcuff manufacturer, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Handcuffs. So he's cooking me dinner tonight. And I've, <laughs> I love that like, 
it's um it's basically the weekend and my biggest concern before I, we started recording I was literally sitting there pondering what drink I was going to drink tonight so okay. I'm thinking I might take over a bottle of prosecco because it's very sunny in the UK which is very unusual mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. and I am going to have to wear some sexy underwear see I was was it you I was talking to no I was talking to my friend Faye about this and um because this is our third date and I'm just fucking bored of pretending to be sexy. Like, when can I get to the stage where I don't have to wear sexy underwear and I don't have to drink every time I see him and like have like this dinner? When when do you when do you get to the stage where you're like, do you want to just come over and watch film and just go to bed? I mean, and have missionary sex and go to sleep. <laughs> like I, I like ev- like now I'm like, I'm going to have to bring my A game tonight and like. I you just don't be, have to bring your egg. Yeah, you, you do just have a bit to at the beginning. Your, yeah, you know what? Like, I understand that. Yes, in the beginning, you might shave your legs, and yeah, you oh, might. Fuck, I've got to remember to do that. I must, I'm going to write myself a note because yeah, I'm going to shave your legs, wash your hair, and I get that. And I also get that you don't want to turn up in your like period knickers. Fair enough, but you don't need to like turn up in ridiculously sexy underwear because then you're just setting this guy up for you know an epic feel a month down the line when you show up with like grey underwear um, yeah. and honestly I truly believe that if a guy is more of a man he actually doesn't really care about those things he just wants to get you out of the underwear he doesn't really care about anything else sorry I've just written a note that says shave legs and fanny <laughs> I wasn't yeah, going to take it down to, to the fanny <laughs> level but I actually yes don't, I actually have laser down there which was the best thing I ever did. And if any girl, any girl in the world, if they don't like hair down there, please go and get laser. Oh my God, it's so good. But the pain is like out of this world. And to lie there with your vagina splayed open (laughs) and, you know, back passage for some lady to come with her fucking laser gun of death. I mean, it's worth it, but it's not an easy ride. So back to Mr. Handcuffs. Yeah. I, I know, I know. And, and my my thing is also with sexy underwear, let's just me quick. Look, I'm a granny pants girl. I'm currently wearing my sister's maternity knickers because they're so comfortable. Yeah, uh-huh. um, They're nude and they're just really comfortable. But they come off anyway. Are you really looking at my knickers? If I wore these maternity knickers, fair enough. But like, if I'm just going to wear a black pair of cotton M&S, you... Probably breathable, wouldn't notice. Breathable. breathable. Yeah. Can I write? You know. So one of my really good friends um, and I were having a chat this week. She's like a super duper beautiful girl, life coach, just the aura of loveliness all the time. And we were having a chat about how our sex drives have maybe taken a little bit of a nosedive since lockdown because we were both in Dubai. She's now also in uh, the UK. We were living our best lives in Dubai. We were at the gym every day, working in, you know, our great jobs, walking around with gorgeous outfits on, feeling good in our bodies, feeling good in our lives. Like everything was go. Now, like I'm sat on my arse at home. And as are you, Fiona, in lockdown, you know, leading quite a sedentary life, not too much happening, everything's in lockdown, that has an impact on how you're feeling sexually, right? So it goes against everything that I feel at the minute, which is, I'm not down in the dumps at all, but there's definitely a lull in a lot of our lives. Then to get strapped up in some sort of like weird, not even weird, but like overly sexy underwear 
doesn't truly align with what I'm feeling right now. And you bring so much more to this relationship than a pair of like crotchless knickers. Um, I know, I know. So just, you know, go with it. And I feel like you really like this guy. And I do. And I was just saying to my friend before, I do like him and I do, but I feel like it's there's probably room if it continues with him, which I hope it does, there's definitely mm-hmm. room for me to like him more. Okay. And I just can't believe that this guy was from Tinder. And which okay. leads us nicely into Tinder Bias. Um, I did vow that I would make up a jingle for this week, but I Have didn't. You... But I'm going to I quite that... like your the one you did last week. Tinder, Tinder Bios of, of the week. week. They will really make you weak. They might not be up your streak. Are you frigid? Are you a freak? Um, and then I need to get another rhyming. Let, uh, let me add a to okay. the agenda. And next week I'm going to have All that right, done. Okay. I promise. Right. I will go first. Okay. So this was off the back of Laura basically saying that whilst... At, I mean, I can't... I'm surprised I even remember last week's because I was shit-faced. You had two drinks, Fiona. Reminder. No, but I had to go for a walk and some fresh air after. Okay. Um, okay. This is Slave 44. Submissive male seeking a dominant goddess to worship. And then he's put, which I don't know what this means, D slash S relationship. Oh, dominant submissive. Got dominant it. Submissive. Oh, and heels make me kneel. Good for him. And he's does he put, have a picture? He does, and it's basically so. There's this hilarious joke that goes around that basically, if a guy, so he's forty four, right? So a guy that's over forty, they always have like this upshot picture of themselves, and it's always like blurry. Up and this is exact. It's exactly what he's Can got. Can you show me, please? Hang on, I'm going to just send it to you. This thing is though, actually, he's not that bad looking. Like I'm not like, oh god. But um, <clears throat> so. And me and Mr. Handcuffs actually were talking about this last night and he was like, I reckon some of these like really outlandish bios are actually like, they're, they're not serious. They're funny. They're just oh, like no, guys it's... taking the piss. But so I think Slave 44, 44 is, with the, looks like the serial killer. shot of the nostrils. And I'm pretty sure like there's a lot of questionable contents on the top of his light pine wardrobe. Um, that's not a joke. He also he's looks a bit like real. he's got a nosebleed. Yeah, Anyways, um, you know what? Good for him. And different strokes for different folks. And if you're into a woman, oh, and needles make me heal and submissive Heels meal. make me kneel. I wonder what that involves. Like, have you ever seen these, um, these uh, like TV programs? And it's the like, I'll Barbara from Northumberland or whatever and she's just sitting at home having her tea and biscuits like about to stick on Corey and then somebody calls her and then she gets on the phone she's like you dirty fucking bastard oh let me stamp in those little balls those little pathetic current raisin balls and they are so fucking good but then they put the phone down and then they're like to their doggy oh hello wee man do you want what, some like a call drinks? service thing like an s&m yeah, call a, service a, a lot of them do that and a lot of them make a lot of money um by just being 
horrible sexual bullies because there's obviously men that just love it oh, perhaps 100 you know, there's a male market for like you know and i think being... a lot of the guys that are into that are really um high powered and have really high powered jobs and they just want to have a release where they're the ones that are told they're dirty little bitches is this guy hang on is this Okay, because his name is Slave. Yeah, he's, he's a, a submissive and he's seeking a dominant woman. Yes. Okay, and it's got always it, yeah. perceived that the, the, the male is the dominant, like Fifty Shades, and the woman is a submissive. But actually, um, you know, what I've seen from my documentaries, my extensive education of um, Netflix sex documentaries, are there's an increasing amount of men who want to feel submissive and they, they have their... They're doms, that's what it's called, because I actually have a friend who's into the dom scene. Really? Uh-huh. So one of my and, friends is as well. It's just not and for me. It's very much um it's very much males, women or uh, males and females taking the lead on the dom scene. What so, would you what would you be if you had to do it? What would you prefer? seriously Fiona like sometimes you really bit me on this but I would totally go submissive for sure would um, you although... I, I just I actually yeah I don't think I'd have the balls to be like you dirty scumbag I love that. that's oh, like I my could. worst insult I could I throw ab- I absolutely could like if, if, if I was to make money and somebody was to call me and I was to abuse them down the phone I would have a slew of sexual insults I don't know. I, I like you know. For me Give personally, me my my, my my th- say 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 I called you and be like, hello, I'm Roger from Hello Roger Dorset. Roger, you're one dirty little fucking pathetic excuse for a man. See your dick? It smells fucking disc. Oh my god, I'm just checking. I'm, I'm not actually calling something. <laughs> phone up to my ear because I'm actually she you don't know one can see you she's actually role-playing where she's got her phone and she's put it to her ear because I was actually starting to call somebody imagine I called like my mom and I was like you dirty fucking bastard ew your horrible little knob pathetic anyways do you know if anybody I... <laughs> if uh, you listening to this podcast um male or female if you want to be abused um just call on already. the phone sexually called me and i think we're going to pitch that at about i would say three pounds a minute and then we'll split the proceeds fee we really need to get you an only fans account i know we'll talk about that in another podcast yeah okay? all right Okay, um, let my... me let me hear yours. I feel like yours is in very much the same theme as what it we've is, been discussing. It is, it is, it is. <clears throat> let me just, sorry, I had to log out there because I was trying to call a work group chat. <laughs> Not joking. Um, okay. I'm a normal guy who likes to be kicked in the eggplant and cherries, cock and balls. So bring your platforms, have a laugh and release some stress. How hard can you kick? Well, that's an interesting question, right? I can kick hard, but let me tell you something. Who the fuck is wearing heels at the minute in lockdown? What I can kick you with is a fucking furry sock, fluffy sock from Primark with a hole at the top or an Ugg slipper. <laughs> like, I've honestly, got Christmas, <laughs> Christmas slipper socks. <laughs> like, Christmas, like the Grinch socks I actually wore yesterday. Um, you know, this is this is along the same. I'm actually really appreciating the fact that this man can be honest. And can you please explain people... the photo that he's got as well? 
He's just got a couple of walnuts. Yeah, but that's what the best thing is. He's got some cracked walnuts as the picture. Oh, God, yes. I've just understood the connotation. I just thought thought he really really liked the the vitamins and minerals and healthy omega oils. I was like, oh, that's nice. No, this guy likes sweet kicks in the nuts. He's taking a holistic approach to his mental and sexual health. Okay, so that's his balls being cracked under the weight of said Ugg slipper. Although they do say that walnuts actually improve your sexual libido. So And brain function. They say that things that look like things are good for those such things. So the walnut is good for like the brain because it looks like a brain. But actually it looks like a scrotum too. Alright, what did we say last? A sphincter. A sphincter is an arsehole. So it's, I don't, I think it's specifically aimed at the scrotum, which is for sex drive. Otherwise, if it looked like the scrotum, it would just make sure that you were having very good digestive issues, I imagine. Anyways, this actually isn't a um, scientific, um, this is just a meandering. Don't take this to heart. Don't take if, this if, just, just have, have a Google of this before you actually go eating walnuts to increase your virility. So yeah, love that guy. Love the fact that he has the balls to say what he wants because well many people go through life and keep their little sexual <laughs> desires locked in a little locker in their hearts. Well, this leads us very nicely into this next bit so i've actually been reading a book um which is the which the name of it was the inspiration for our intro Mm -hmm. and it is a really good book and i feel like every single person in this world needs to read it i'm halfway through i need to finish it but i'll link it in the show notes it's called the book is what we're told not to talk about by nimco ali so nimco ali i don't actually know because i know that um we have quite a lot of Dubai listeners. I don't know if you, you cannot get it in Dubai, obviously, because I think that it would probably be banned. You may be able to get it on Amazon, but <clears throat> if you're in the UK, you'll be able to get it. So Nimco Ali is a FGM activist. So FGM is female genital mutilation, <clears throat> which is obviously practiced quite a lot in like East African countries like Ethiopia and Somalia and whatnot, um, which is basically not to go too graphic, but it's basically female circumcision where they like cut out the clitoris. And the reason they do that is because in their culture, female pleasure is a sin. So she had this done to her, she's Somali, but grew up in London. Mm -hmm. Um, She had this done to her when she was about seven years old. Anyway, so the whole book is all about, um, she's basically collected stories from women around the world of their like first period, their first orgasm. Um, the chapter context is uh, periods, orgasm, pregnancy, menopause. So basically all the kind of stages in our whim- like a woman's life. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to read out some passages because it's so interesting because it's basically like what she's saying is the premise of what you and I are doing this for which is basically talking about all the things that people just don't talk about and i was reading some of the stories about you know people women getting their first periods and not being able to talk to their mum about it and it just made me feel so lucky that like my mum was so open with us like she told she told me about my like periods but i do have an old sister but like i got told about my period like when i was like 10 or something like probably before that mm-hmm. um anyway i'm gonna read this there's like two passages from this book that i literally read it and i was like and it's very interesting because it's like right at the front of the book i'm sure i'll find more um 
but she this is in the intro bit and i was like wow this is so good <clears throat> so we've been afraid to ask questions about what goes into our fannies and or comes out for fear of being thought rude or sinful We've been reliably informed that during certain times of the month, we are quote unquote unclean. Over thousands of years, holy men have expressed fear and usually downright disgust at our fannies. Only very recently in 1998 was the full anatomy of the clitoris, that seat of pure pleasure even discovered by Australian urologist Helen O'Connell. Why so late? Could it have anything to do with the fact that the clit has no reproductive function and its primary source of is of female sexual pleasure? Millions of women and girls, must, myself included, have been subjected to FGM to control our sexuality and make us fit for marriage. And yet women and girls, the owners of this body part, which inspires such fear, terror, shame and pleasure, have had the least to say <clears throat> and share about it. Women are regularly encouraged to flagellate themselves over demented standards of physical perfection, the current toxic craze being labiaplasty. Perfectly normal vulvas are being sliced and stitched or refreshed and rejuvenated, quote-unquote, as the plastic surgery ads would have us believe into, quote-unquote, Barbie vaginas, a term coined by Dr. Red Allison in 2005. Strangely, I haven't heard any men requesting a Ken. Oh, right. Isn't, Isn't that, that so true? It's so, I can't get over that the clitoris was only really discovered in 1998. It's like, functionality anyway. It's functionality. And also they, um, I heard this thing that they basically only found out really recently that the clit, there's the only way you can get an orgasm is clitoris as a clitoral orgasm even though you can get an internal orgasm it's still a clitoris orgasm the vast majority of friends that we speak to the vast majority of women climax only during penetration when there is clitoral stimulation yeah like i'm pretty sure no matter how much you enjoy that you know thrusting of the penis don't get me wrong sometimes you just need feel the need to be filled that's fine <laughs> like fill me up like the Suez canal <laughs> do it but in terms of climax like that's why girls like different positions because it stimulates or you know arouses that area and you're right like you know nobody really knows a huge amount about it and like I was talking about in our last uh, podcast about sex education in schools and things it was so perfunctory about the penis entering the vagina mm. and how a baby is created and all the discharge and that's great but you know I never once heard a, um, an authority figure mention the clit and how yeah. that's I don't think orgasm was ever mentioned and holy fuck that is the best part of it yes a lot of people um have sex to procreate and that's absolutely fine you know we'll, we'll all do that in our lives if you choose to anyways but for the, for the for the majority of um sexual occasions like orgasm is like that's what you do it for for the enjoyment and yeah it, i i was I was just actually before we came on I was talking to a friend about it because I was recommending her this book and we were saying that um, it's so interesting the amount of women that are afraid to ask their partner or um, you know whoever they're sleeping with or whoever they're dating to do certain things to make them feel good and I don't know why it's so shrouded in shame mm -hmm. that we should ask to make us feel good 
and why shouldn't we and also each women's bodies are so different that Mm -hmm. it's actually it's not the guy's fault if they don't know what they're doing because one does not one size does not fit all Uh and I just wanted to to have final um because this is it just touches on what we're talking about this is final thing I wanted to read quickly from this book before we finish she's basically got a chapter on orgasms and she said I've lived and still live in a world where female pleasure is seen as a bonus and not the aim of sex. Women are the object when it comes to sex and never the subject. We are there to be fucked and never to be just pleasured. And that is a wonderful note to end on because that is exactly what we were just talking about, basically. And you know what? Like, if there's no pleasure, then... What's the point? I don't want it. What's the point? Like, you know what? That's such a salient point and it's definitely something we'll explore. But please enjoy it. And if you're Mm. not enjoying it, address it. If you don't address it with your partner, address it with yourself. Yeah. You know, and I feel like, men, there's a lot of pressure put on men because you've just mentioned, and I know we're pressed for time and we'll talk about it again. But you've mentioned, Fiona, that how women, you know, um, have different women, different bodies. But you on each day have a different thing that floats your boat yeah totally it it changes up day by day and I sort of think it's all about having very open conversation with your partner and also having very open conversation with yourself and admitting the fact that you're not really enjoying this and I'm gonna have to have the balls to address it so I think if if you you can't I always think if you can't this is gonna sound really crude but if you can't fuck yourself first don't expect anyone else to as in like crude but I really appreciated it what I mean I I was like I couldn't think of a better way to say it we're not here to beat around the bush and obviously uh, we would love to hear from you anything that you know perhaps you are embarrassed to talk to your partner about we're here for you and if there's anything that you want to talk to us about across the board then please do drop us a dm on instagram or send us an email at info at lovebitespodcast.com. Brilliant. Well, I'm going to just go and shave my entire body. <laughs> I've literally written a note saying, shave legs and fanny. And listen, as long as, as you get on board with some breathable cotton underwear, you'll be grand. Anything too synthetic is going to leave you with thrush anyway. So nobody That's needs true. that. Anyways, right, well, have a really enjoyable date. And Thank I can't, you. I can't wait, wait to hear more about it. All right, well, I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you too.